Meekness, a teaching by Lourdes Pinto to the Love Crucified Community on August 25, 2022. Tonight's teaching is on meekness, and I ask the Lord to truly make each of our hearts meek and humble like his. The way this teaching, the Holy Spirit placed it in my heart, because when I went to Colombia, I received a gift from one of our members, a little frame with this lamb wearing the crown of thorns. And I put it in my bedroom and I, I would just gaze at it every single night going to sleep. And then I brought it home and I put it on my altar. And every day that I'm in prayer, I would be gazing at the Lamb of God with the crown of thorns. And so this teaching comes from two weeks of contemplating this beautiful image. The Lord recently, August 22nd of 2022, gave me this teaching these words on meekness which was the meditation of our rosary and he said the ways of the world are not the ways of god learn from me for i am meek and humble of heart my meekness flows from who i am love because i love you I am willing to suffer all your brokenness. Because I love you, I continue to gaze upon you with tenderness in mercy. Love is meek and humble. Meekness does not react from anger, but transforms the anger into patient endurance solely for the good of the other. To desire solely the cross is to be meek and humble of heart. Meekness is the virtue that clothes you in Christ's calm dignity amid persecution. Meekness is attained by the souls who persevere suffering all with me, as I have taught you. Meekness is attained by those trained to keep their gaze upon my love crucified during the trials and sufferings of life. It is the fruit of the few who choose to walk the narrow path of my passion with their gaze fixed upon me, the Lamb of God who voluntarily lays down his life solely for love. Let me focus on one sentence for a few minutes, which I think is a powerful sentence. The Lord says, meekness 
does not react from anger, but transforms the anger into patient endurance solely for the good of the other. The Catholic definition of meekness is this. It is the virtue that moderates anger and its disorderly effects. It is a form of temperance that controls every inordinate movement of resentment at another person's character or behavior. So it is meekness that helps us control our anger and moderate it. The Lord taught us, according to the second nail, in the message from December 19th, 2021, he said this, the second nail begins the expansion of the heart. As you abandon yourself in everything to my will and choose to live every situation with trust in my love and the goodness of Ava, you grow in abandonment, which expands your heart with divine love. You no longer live according to your feelings and emotions, but in perfect trust in my love and mercy. You choose to live to please me as one with the Father through the grace of the Holy Spirit and deny your feelings. This is very important. Because it is more and more the virtue of meekness that helps us integrate our feelings, our emotions into Christ to live them for his glory and in his will. It's amazing when we begin to live the second nail of crucifixion and are attentive to all our different emotions, how much we begin to realize how we live reacting from our emotions. Meekness, therefore, is the virtue that moves us to process our anger and not react from it, but to integrate it into the sacred heart of Jesus to please him and accomplish his will. I read an article from Bishop Sarah Telly, and the name of the article is Meekness, the Power to Change the World. He wrote in this article, the Greek philosopher Aristotle defined meekness as a virtue because it is a balance between two extremes. It stands between becoming angry at the wrong things and not becoming angry at anything. 
my community, ponder when you get this teaching, that one sentence. If we grew up being told that getting angry is wrong and it's a sin, many of us have repressed anger. That is not meekness. Anger is an emotion. It's not necessarily good or bad. I'll get into all of these things when we enter more into the second nail of crucifixion. But this is important because we need to to be attentive to our anger. It teaches us much, but to learn to process our anger in Christ. (laughs) Bishop Saratelli continues to write, It is the mean between being reckless and being cowardly. When adversity or hardship strikes, instead of yielding to anger, the meek person remains calm and self-possessed and thus is able to deal rationally with the unavoidable sufferings of human existence. The Lord, in this teaching on meekness, said to us, Meekness is the virtue that clothes you in Christ's calm dignity amid persecution. In his words from March 16th, 2021, He said to us, you too will approach your persecutors with calm dignity. My little one, prepare my mustard seed for the great shakeup so that my remnant of followers can give me testimony through their calm dignity amidst great adversity. My community. That is why I asked you to listen to the teaching Calm Dignity from a year ago. The Lord is now clothing us, forming us in the virtue of meekness so that we will live calm dignity amidst great adversity and trials. Bishop Saratelli continues to write, Far from being weakness, meekness is strength. It is the ability to take what causes anger, frustration, disappointment, and suffering and subject it to reason. It turns any assault of misfortune into an opportunity to grow in virtue and holiness. Meekness is the stronghold against evil entering our soul and destroying our peace with God. I want to share with you again something I shared with you in the teaching from Calm Dignity from the Dolores Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ by Anne Catherine Emmerich. She wrote, Jesus would have been perfectly unrecognizable 
even to Mary's maternal eyes. Stripped as he was of all save a torn remnant of his garment, had she not instantly marked the contrast between his behavior and that of his vile tormentors, he alone, in the midst of persecution and suffering, looked calm and resigned, and far from returning blow for blow, never raised his hands, but in acts of supplication to his eternal father for the pardon of his enemies. Father Canta la Mesa, in his Lenten sermon from March 18, 2007, says this concerning Christ's meekness. The maximum proof of Christ's meekness is in his passion. There is no wrath. There are no threats. 1 Peter 2.23 When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten. Father Cantalamesa says, on the cross, St. Augustine says, the true victory does not consist in making victims of others, but in making oneself a victim. Bishop Saratelli continues to write, only two people in the entire Bible are called meek. Both were strong and passionate. Neither was timid. The first person is Moses. After Moses married a Cushite woman, Miriam and Aaron used this as an excuse to rebel against his authority. Moses remained calm. Such a quiet spirit, unwilling to quarrel, seems out of place at that time in history. Instead of resisting, Moses went to God in prayer. And so scripture praises him, saying, Now Moses was meek more than any man on the face of the earth. The only other person besides Moses, whom the scriptures call meek, is Jesus. Jesus was strong enough to cast out the merchants and money changers who were defiling the temple in Jerusalem. He had power enough to call down legions of angels to defend himself when he was unjustly arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. But he did not. Confronted with the bitter hatred and false accusations of his enemies, he remained calm. Like Moses, he turned to the Father in prayer. He did not yield to the temptation to retaliate. Instead, he submitted himself to the Father's will. In the simple path, in number 115, 
the Lord speaks to us of this kind of behavior. He says to us, the shedding of layers of attachments to your will, which is self-love, takes place as you begin to trust in my love for you. This is why suffering all your sorrows with me is so beneficial for your soul. Because in that process, you touch the open wounds of my love for you. This perfects a soul quickly in abandonment and trust until you come to experience all the good in what you perceive as bad as a gift of my love for you. The gift of knowing with your mind, heart, and soul that the love of God only desires to make of you the new creation. And that's why Bishop Saratelli writes, Everything, as Jesus taught us, becomes an opportunity to grow in virtue and holiness. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, number 716, defines the people of the poor. It says, the poor are those who, humble and meek, rely solely on their God's mysterious plans, who awaits the justice not of men, but of the Messiah, are in the end the great achievement of the Holy Spirit's hidden mission during the time of the promises that prepare for Christ's coming. It is the quality of heart purified and enlightened by the spirit, which is expressed in the Psalms. In these poor, the spirit is making ready a people prepared for the Lord. My community, do you realize that the Lord, in the simple path to union with God, is transforming our hearts? He is making our hearts meek and humble. It is the transformation from the depth of our being into love, which is God. Father Cantalamesa, in that Lenten sermon, reiterates these words. He says, Jesus says, learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. True meekness is decided there. It is from the heart. He says the murders, wickedness, calumny come as from the boiling within a volcano come lava, ashes, and fiery stones. The greatest explosions of violence begin, says St. James, secretly in the passions that are stirred up within man. There is not only the violence of hands, there is also that of thoughts. Inside of us, if we pay attention, 
there are almost always trials behind closed doors going on. The Lord has been teaching us for years, training us to be attentive to our own hearts so that we know, so that we can grow in humility, in knowing our misery. Father Canta la Mesa says this. There are two regular associations in the Bible and an ancient Christian exhortation that help us to grasp the full meaning of meekness. One is the linking of meekness and humility, and the other is the linking of meekness and patience. The one highlights the interior dispositions from which meekness flows. The other, the attitudes that meekness causes us to have toward our neighbor. Affability, sweetness, and kindness. These are the same traits that the apostle emphasizes when speaking about charity. Charity is patient. It is kind. It is not disrespectful. It is not angry. 1 Corinthians 13. This is why the Lord trained us to receive the thorns as a precious gift to unite ourselves to the meek and humble lamb and to suffer the brokenness of others, having to process our own resentments, frustrations, angers, all those emotions that we live with Christ in Christ so that we can suffer solely for the good of the other, which is divine love. Meekness is also revealed through our entire simple path to union with God. The virtue of meekness is the fruit of persevering in suffering all with Jesus crucified what did the lord tell us he said meekness is attained by the souls who persevere suffering all with me this has been our motto of love crucified and what we don't many times realize is that those of us that persevere in suffering all with jesus gazing upon him, moving out of ourselves. As we gaze at him, we're gazing at the meek and humble lamb. And little by little, the Holy Spirit brings about this beautiful transformation in each of us. It's a process we don't even realize that's happening, like the caterpillar in the cocoon. That is transformed into the butterfly. This is the beauty of the transformation of our hearts into God's meekness. Meekness lives through Christ, with Christ, and in Christ is the opposite of the world's understanding of meekness, which is weakness. In Christ, meekness is the power of divine love. A love willing to sacrifice itself for the other. 
a love that becomes the victim sacrifice so that our joy may be complete. The meek are the opposite of doormats. They receive the piercings from others, not because they believe they are worthless or cannot say no and defend themselves, but because their desire has become the desire of God, the good of the other. The meek are the victim souls willing to suffer as one with the Lamb of God to obtain the good of the other solely for love and to glorify the Father. The Lord said to us, to desire solely the cross is to be meek and humble of heart. The last two reflections of the first nail of crucifixion of our retreat ended with the prayer of having God give us that desire. My community pray daily for the desire to have solely the cross. When we begin to desire that desire of Christ, the Lord is telling us, then our hearts have truly become meek and humble. Meekness destroys rebelliousness against God. Meekness penetrates our pride, arrogance, and self-love and transforms us into the image and likeness of God, humble, pure, docile, obedient, gentle, patient, and self-controlled thus making us a holy and pure gift of self back to the Father. Meekness is the virtue that helps us control ourselves from reacting to our emotions. Meekness allows us to integrate our emotions into Christ so that we live them solely for his purpose. And that's what he taught us in the second nail. On February 8th of 2022, the Lord said to us, learning to give me your emotions and live detached from them, allowing them to serve my purpose is difficult for every person. Yet perseverance in this practice for love of me brings forth the death of self. My community, the ways of God are not the ways of the world. Jesus is meek and humble of heart. In Christ, the meek are the strong in the world. They are the ones that are the hidden force of God. They are the ones that become the sword of the spirit. They are the ones that will fight the great battle against the forces of evil and win through the meekness of Jesus crucified. My community, Psalm 37, 11 says, but the meek will possess the land and enjoy an abundance of peace. Amen. For more information on the path to union with God, 
please visit the Love Crucified community website at www.lovecrucified.com. God bless you.